Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody and welcome to the Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Oh, final week of Monster Vision. Yeah, kind of bumped. Yeah. No, I'm not really. I don't. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I'll tell you what. Watching the Monster Vision clips, uh, I a couple of these nights, I literally spent hours on youtube uh well i was on my tv thankfully uh watching these and i got a little emotional watching it i mean it is definitely a huge part of my childhood yeah it was nice to bring it back man you just wish that was still on the air in some form or another for sure why they don't even just play reruns of it you have the movie right like you can get the movies you fill this shit up like there's so much time to fill up. I know. It can't cost a lot to play Critters too. Especially like the, like put them on the late slots when not many people are watching anything. It's insane. Like I get why you want to put like new movies on or whatever. I, but... why, I don't get why you need to play SVU for 67 hours <laughs> straight. <laughs> Fucking insane. <laughs> Absolutely appalling SVU. You know what? People complain about horror movies. SVU is like some of the most vile shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I'd rather watch Human Centipede than SVU sometimes. Are you sure? Uh, well, when they're like, oh, it, this kid got raped and murdered. Like, that's yeah, but Human Centipede's boring. Oh, yeah. It is really <laughs> boring. It is super boring. It's not even that offensive. Have you seen any no. of the sequels? Uh, I, I didn't see the third one. I saw the second one. The third one looks like the most interesting only because it's so stupid. <laughs> the first one had like a great premise and it had such like, a good build yeah. up and you're like, holy shit, I have to see that. And then you're like, oh, no. It's okay. Dumb. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> idea of eating poop is pretty gross. But 
Well, yeah, there, but that was after Two Girls One Cup came out. Like you already seen. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of <laughs> Human Centipede, we're talking about Phantasm One and Two. Very we similar are. films. Very similar. <laughs> Not at all. Um, where do we start here? Uh, Phantasm One and Two. Well, let's talk about Joe Bob first. So Joe Bob's Monster Vision uh, at towards the end became Joe Bob's Hollywood Saturday Night. Yes. And then if you look at the logo, it had the Monster Vision logo underneath it. Why? I have no idea. Because they were like, my guess is they made Joe Bob change to this format. And then they were like, you know what? We don't want people to get confused. You're real fans to get confused, the people watching this. So let's just throw the Monster Vision logo underneath it. Right. Call it a day. Fucking stupid. Uh, Joe Bob's Saturday Night. Um, and this was part of a Halloween. Well, so he actually did. I don't know if he did Phantasm 1 separately, but Phantasm 2 he also did as a separate real Monster Vision episode, which, uh, again. So he did them twice? Fan, he did, he's done them twice. Hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Um, I don't know if he's ever done that before. But he did it with Phantasm 2. But we are covering the Nair Witch saga of <laughs> Monster Vision, which was his Halloween special. He did Carrie, the most random, Carrie... Child's Play 2, Phantasm 1, and Phantasm 2. Why was it called Narwich? So it was, I will tell you, uh, Joe Bob, Joe Bob's the Narwich Project. He goes out in the Hollywood Hills in search of, and this is a quote from the episode, a hairless hag whose <laughs> blood-curdling screams who can, who, whose blood curdling screams can be heard all over Hollywood Boulevard as she gets her twice daily bikini wax. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Taking a shot at Hollywood, taking a shot at the Blair Witch Project, and the whole night is filmed POV with Rusty the Mail Girl um, and they're walking around Hollywood (laughs) they're walking around Hollywood like forest. (laughs) Which is not does not exist. Hollywood forest. <laughs> I mean, that's not what he calls it, but a forest in Hollywood, which does not exist. It does not. Um. So that's it. That's that was the premise, and all while showing these great films. So that was the premise of uh, tonight's thing. It was. It's a great. If you can, you can find it. It's on YouTube. The Nair Witch Project. Uh, it is. It's it's good. It's late run Joe Bob. So it's definitely different, but um, you can, uh, it's still pretty good. Um, so that's that. So Phantasm 1 and 2, we are covering both because I feel like it's necessary to cover both. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I couldn't talk about 2 without talking about 1, and they're both part of this Joe Bob And they're both, episode. we said last week, um, just kind of hard to talk about because they're so all over the place. One okay, so let's hear your thoughts on when did you first see Phantasm? What were your thoughts on it then? What are your thoughts on it now? Okay, um, I can't remember. I, I was younger when I first saw Phantasm. Um, might have been like middle school, young. Loved it. I thought Tall Man was creepy. I thought the whole thing was like just crazy, like mm-hmm. just a crazy, crazy movie. I still feel that way watching yes. it now because it is a crazy movie. <laughs> I still feel that Tall Man is nuts. Um, it, 
it may, I realize now that I'm older that it makes way less sense than I ever thought it did. Yeah. Um, but there are some things that I do want to talk about afterwards about it. Okay. So I the first time I saw this maybe last year, year and a half ago. So uh, recent. Very recent. It was the first time I ever saw Phantasm. Uh, love the tall man character. The concept of the tall man character and the ID, the, the very broad, just what he looks like and the very broad idea of the tall man. Yep. Um, a guy that's embalming people, stealing corpses, and hates children. Great. Love it. <laughs> Chasing people, killing them. Yeah. It, invading their dreams, too. Yes. Uh, which, again, whatever. So, um, does not add up. It doesn't. But after watching it this time, do you feel that he represents death? Not like an alien. Not like a killer. He just represents death. death and that because Michael is having such a hard time coping with the death of his loved ones that he's confused as to what death is. And he's just having like hallucinations. And Sure, man. I, I would go with that. Now, this is something else. Did you want to save that for later, that thought? Because I had a thought that I wanted to save for later, but I want to talk about it now. Let's talk that. about it now. Fuck so, okay. So, <laughs> tall, tall man's breaking in my house. Or I think your cat is literally just stopping doing a tall man impersonation. <laughs> He's like walking like Joe's cat is walking like Jason. The slowest <laughs> footsteps are loudest. Footsteps so ever. loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, okay. That's a great theory. I do like it. Um, for the first one, it makes perfect sense. And I'm actually okay with that for the first one. If you told me that, I'd be like, I like it. I get, I can get down with the first one. Now, <laughs> my problem here is uh, the second one proceeds to make less sense. And totally takes that idea and tosses it. But does it though? Because it shows him in a shrink, like a, and the guy's like, well, he sees the house blow up and the guy's like, that never happened. Oh, yeah, that was weird. So that might be like the one brief moment of like clarity, like the, of like something that's really happening. Here's what I'm going to compare Phantasm to. This was the point that I wanted to save, but I can't. Okay. So (laughs) what's the name of the director? Is Don, Don Costarelli. Don Costarelli. Costarelli. Uh, seems like a very capable director. The movie is directed fine. I really like he it. He was only 24 when Phantasm came out. That's not Pretty good. Um, good movie. Good, okay acting. Um, but, I mean, young, independent type movie. Yes. So I'm fine with it. Um, but w- it seems like. Okay, so he does Phantasm. What year is Phantasm? 79, 78. Seven, something like that. 79, 79. And then. Phantasm 2 88. is 88, yeah. late 80s. Okay. If you compare these two to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and 2, there's a lot of similarities in two very young directors with no money make awesome movies. Maybe with some underlying political or like psychological concepts in them. Sure. Really well thought out. Or maybe we're just putting that on them. Like, See where you're going. Two, both of them, 80s. Probably got held, handed a ton of cash to make a sequel, and they just went nuts. <laughs> they were just like, maybe these guys don't even want to make these independent movies. It's just what they have available to them. Maybe these guys want to <laughs> make batshit insane fucking movies. Well, Don definitely did. Yeah. Don did. Don for sure. See, I, I, I like the analogy. 
I don't know if I 100% agree because I just feel like Toby lost his mind. I feel like <laughs> Don was just like, yeah, I want to make something nuts. And it was just an era of excess too. And um, But imagine if like It Follows had a sequel and it was just like off the rails stupid. Like the, like the It Follows monster was just talking now. It was just like, hey, <laughs> it came up with a tagline. I follow. <laughs> I'm Boy. Gonna follow I'm going to follow you, bitch. <laughs> Boy, he just steals. Why does he say it like that? I love it. I love the way he talks in it. Boy, <laughs> um, which movie started out with Tall Man talking at the beginning? Was that the first one in our version? Oh, oh, oh! With the, you mean actually the actor? Oh, Angus yeah, Scrim. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first one. What's his name? Angus Scrim just passed away a couple months ago. Yeah. That was the first one. Yeah, we uh, the version we watched had Angus Scrim talking at the beginning and revealing he plays an alien. Yeah. Which I was like, what? Not clear. I, I, I didn't. I was like, maybe he just made that up. But then I was like looking at all these synopsis online and they all refer to him as an alien. It's insane. Yeah. It, it makes no and sense. Apparently Don like pitched that to him. Yeah. He's like, you're going to play an alien. Yeah. And he thought you meant like, a, like someone from a different country. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Going back to uh, Joe Bob Briggs. Yes. Did you know that he has a list of his 25 scariest DVDs ever? No. And Phantasm is at number 20. All right. Yeah. I mean, it depends when you see it, I think. I mean, there's something creepy about it. And Joe Bob's pretty old school. I feel like when he saw that in the 70s, that's pretty fucking crazy. I mean, there's some weird shit going on in there. Some disturbing special effects. I mean, it's not... Again, it's not a bad movie. I look fondly on it but it just makes no sense when you when you break it down like literally nothing about it makes sense yes at all and and there's some honest to god moments that piss me off mainly reggie the fucking <laughs> guitar playing ice cream man yeah i want to punch in the face <laughs> so hard oh. uh good joe bob i was i was delaying because i was trying to find i knew i wrote it down somewhere uh joe bob says that phantasm is terrifying because it has no logic it's like an extended dream that slowly becomes more and more menacing I, I'm I can okay kind of see that. I mean, if if I could get lost in it again, I really think this podcast has changed the way I look at certain things. It's hard for me to get lost in a movie now without me like tearing it up. But then again, True. maybe I'm like, stop giving me holes because I can find movies that I don't tear up. Right. You know, I, there's been some recent ones. You know. But Don, Joe Bob goes on to say Don was only 24 years old when he produced, directed, wrote, and edited the classic that was rated X four times before finally being. A rated R. I want to see those cuts. I do too. So bad. Are those cuts? However, now that you say that, maybe I wrote it down. I think it was like, th- <laughs> no, I don't think you do. Because I think it was like three and a half hours long with everybody having like their own backstory. Oh my God. That's a nightmare. Well, I, oh my God. Let me see, <laughs> Let me see if I have. <laughs> so I'll do the drive-in totals. All right. Which you heard last week. Yes. Oh, wait, no. These are the drive-in totals for, wait, do I have? What in the world have you done, Sean? All right, I'm going to do the drive-in totals for number two. 12 dead bodies, exploding house, one four-barreled shot-off shotgun, dwarf tossing, 10 breasts. Of course, those are scissored out on the TNT version. Embalming needles plunged through various parts of the various bodies. One motor vehicle chase with crash and burn, ear lopping, forehead drilling, wrist hacking, bimbo flinging, grandma bashing, devil sex, Crematorium foo, flamethrower foo, four stars. 
And then Joe Bob proceeds to say, and this movie contains the most terrifying scene I've ever witnessed. A perfectly decent 1971 Hemikuda flipping over, landing on its roof, and bursting into flames. I cried for two hours. <laughs> it's amazing what they'll let these people do for the sake of a gall dang movie. <laughs> Probably my favorite bit ever. Dude, it reminds me of like You did I do that like, one last week, but it's worth hearing again. Yeah, and I feel like your I feel like your dad might have cried for two hours if he saw a Hemikuda flip over and explode <laughs> for the sake of a shitty movie. <laughs> Paul's dad definitely would have. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is genuine. And I feel like Joe Bob might have actually cried for two hours. The car is great. The car is great. Uh, So Phantasm 1, we're just going to, like, kind of gloss over. Um, It's about Mike and Jody, two brothers. Jody, the older brother. Mike, a kid at this point. But early teens, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And Reggie, some 70s weirdo asshole. Fucking jerk. Let's face it. They call this guy. Uh, I looked up the guy who plays him, and his name is Reggie. It is Reggie. Yeah, yeah. And so many people refer to him as the hardest working man in horror. And I, so he had like no credits from like 1990 to like 2006. It's <laughs> like what? Um, sure, is a great guy. Yeah, uh, and these kids, you know, it's um, it starts off in a graveyard. Their parents, yeah, and the, and this graveyard are parking. I'll say as much as I can, um, but I do want to point out that the sex scene I loved because the girl is on top of him and like riding him so hard. He's literally, literally doing nothing. He's not moving at all, and she's talking about how great it is. Yeah, like, this is so great for me. Um, yeah, these kids, their parents have died. Um, I want to jump ahead so bad to Phantasm 2 because there's a sex scene I need, to, I need to talk about. I don't want to forget it. All right. We will, we'll we'll get to it. I mean, what, do we really need to talk about the first one? It's about Tall Man. Um, he's got these dwarfs running around doing his bidding. Why? I don't know. We kind of find out that he's turn, He's stealing corpses. Yes. And turning he's them. He's reanimating them. And reanimating them as dwarfs. Yeah. By putting them in barrels and sending them. <laughs> Through a something. Yeah. And I guess it's another planet if he's an alien. It's like a dimension or something. It's another dimension. That's what I thought. Um, Michael. It's so weird. He, he see, it, it's so weird. It's um, so weird. I can't but even. like, I, I don't know. I, I usually I don't like movies like this. And there's just something about it that like. Yeah. It's so chaotic. There really is. Um Wow. Yeah. And, and man, it's so weird. And, and there's like, there's, there's like a witch in this one. The gypsy? The gypsy. Who looks like Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> Dude, she looks exactly like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> oh my God. Um, that is amazing. That is amazing. There's also a, a sh- like, the older brother Jody is, uh, <laughs> Joe's cat's on the loose. There's an older brother Jody. And he's just like sitting outside playing his guitar. And like, this is like a scene <laughs> in the movie, right? And he's just sitting there. And then an ice cream truck pulls up and fucking Reggie gets out in, a, in like a good, hu- like, I, this, this is so outdated. I don't even know if anyone will understand our age. Like a good humor uniform. It yeah. almost looks military esque. It's like a pressed white short sleeve suit. And he gets out. He's bald with a ponytail, which is. Super stylish. And he just 
pulls out a fucking guitar and they just start rifting like James Taylor style. My note is 20 minute jam fest happening right now. Dude, and it's just like, do, 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 do. And do they sing in it? I don't even know if they sing in it. I don't know. Because I was so. <laughs> and then they end the jam session and Reggie says, "This is, I fucking hate the 70s so much. I honestly do. I fucking hate it. And Reggie goes, we're as hot as love, you know. Fucking jerk. Hot as love. It's the most 70s thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Makes me want to vomit. <laughs> it's so stupid. Reggie's an ice cream man, by the way. Man, man is an ice cream man. I'm not shitting on ice cream, man. It just infuriates me. I get you. Um, and he's in every movie. There's four of them. Yeah, he is. Well, the fourth one, the fourth one's literally just unused scenes from the first two. That's what somebody told us. I forget who mentioned that in, on Twitter to us, but they were like, oh, yeah, like. I think it might have been. Oh yeah, it was the girls in the back row. That they're, they're TG, correct. Yeah, at TGITBR. Yeah, on Twitter. Um, yeah, they were like, yeah, the fourth one is literally just ninety percent unused clips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like I was saying before, the first one's like three hours, so you had like a full movie. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, there's some great scenes in the first one. I mean, the phantasm ball, the silver phantasm balls. Yeah. Amazing. It is. It's a cool it's, thing. It's a really great thing. But like again, what it does or what its purpose <laughs> is not really explained. Yeah. Right. And, and the fact that they shot it in reverse. <laughs> they, had, they had to start with it in already in the person's head and like pull it off. And that's really? how they shot it, yeah. Wow, that's something. <laughs> um and there's like bugs. There's there's like enormous bugs. There's fingers that turn into bugs. Yellow blood. Yellow blood. Dwarfs driving cars. The dwarfs are like <laughs> unusually animated. Like, they look just like Jawas. From Star Wars. And behave just like that. They are. Like Jawas. you would think that it because it's a horror movie, it would be like the kind of standard uh like slow moving things. But they like hustle and like yeah. waddle all around. They just run around and say stupid shit. I love how the sphere. How much blood squirts out of it when it goes into your forehead? That that was like awesome. That was amazing. The, like again, the gore is amazing. The song, the the music for Fantastic. So he was clearly inspired by Goblin and Argento. Oh, because and and that theme, the Phantasm theme song, is a hip hop classic. By the way, Dougie Fresh sampled it. Three Six Mafia sampled it. Uh, Mob Deep sampled it on their second album. Really? Uh, the heavy metal band Entombed straight up. Just plays it in the middle of one of their songs. That's it's like their breakdown. So yeah, let's play a little bit of that Phantasm song right now for everyone. I'll edit this into good quality, but I mean, It's just a great song. Oh. Yeah. Dougie Fresh, baby. I love Dougie Fresh. From Dallas. Those well, drums? That's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly. 
Sorry, Don, you fucked up. Great, great song. Yeah. Great theme. Um, so the gore's great. The music was great. Uh, like I said, Tall Man's really great. It was just that the story is kind of mind-numbingly, because you don't get an answer to anything. You don't, but I will say that it's fast-paced enough. We're like, yes. <laughs> whereas if you if this was of, yeah. paced like Night of the Lepus, this would be my least favorite movie ever. <laughs> yes, but, absolutely. Uh, it I, moves fast. That's a good point. There's a lot yeah. going on. Um, yeah. And that one just ends with, boy. And, oh, we're just wrapping up number one? I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, sure. I, there's not much. I mean, if you haven't seen it, check it out. So this is what, so the ending, um. Is why I thought that he just represents death and how people cope with it and how this boy's having a hard time and like dreaming about it or hallucinating about it because yeah. uh why am I drawing a blank on his name? The ice cream man. Oh Reggie. Reggie. Reggie says to Michael, um you must have been dreaming because you haven't dreamt you haven't slept at all since the funeral. Like yeah. everything that you just said was a dream. And then he goes upstairs and that great scene where she's like, Boah pulls him through. Yeah. But it's kinda like a, a nightmare on Elm Street ending. It very much is. Um, In fact, Nightmare on Elm Street totally ripped that off. With the mom, Freddy's arm comes out and pulls the mom through the door. Yeah, you're right. How about that? So, good movie. Check it out. I I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I respect it. I mean, it it is good. It's fun. Before rewatching it, I, I, I thought I liked it a lot. Sure. Total Halloween movie, by the way. Like, yes, a perfect one for the season. Yes, I completely campy, agree. Like, not campy, but like fun. Like, was that on either of our Halloween lists? I don't think so. We're gonna do another list, I think, this year, and really think about it. <laughs> Every year, we just release twenty yeah. different movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a great Halloween movie. You're it, right. It's really good for the season. For the season, it's yeah. perfect. I think you're right. That that's a great thought. Um, so that brings us to Phantasm Two. Taking place mm-hmm. nine years later from the first one. Or no, seven years after the original. I'm sorry. It was made nine years later. Um, we open up with a girl reading from a notebook. Yes. She's got all these drawings of uh, Tall Man and pictures of Michael. Yes. The, the younger brother <laughs> from the first one, which is weird. Um and she has hearts all around Michael, which is weird. And she says, we've grown up together. I know you're out there. I, weird. It's weird because later they say, like, I don't know her. Yes. Okay. And then they make out. <laughs> the first time they ever see each other. <laughs> well, because they, they, they telepathically talk to each other. I guess so. Because it's all a dream, Sean. That's like your least favorite thing of all time. It is my <laughs> least favorite thing of all time. But then this case, because he's having traumatic experience about yeah, I death. I, well, you know, at least what, he's not just having a bad it's been dream. Like nine years. <laughs> I love that you pointed that out. It is my least favorite thing. I don't know why I don't hate it in this case. Um, Mike is in a psych word, though. Michael, Mike, whatever. Um, looks nothing like the original. So Michael. when we talked about Night of the Lepus, I almost said this then. Because we talked about Janet Lee, oh, how yeah. I was like twelve years. Reggie looks like he aged twenty five fucking years. And, and at least Michael was young, so like puberty hits in, like it's reasonable. Because this is only this is only nine years after. Yeah, they say his age in this. Oh, do you know how old he's? he's 19. nineteen. Nineteen. He yeah. looks like a thirty five year old man. Not nineteen. <laughs> well, because because the actor himself was sixteen during Phantasm One. Yeah. So that means okay, he's so, twenty five, twenty six yeah. now. 
Just <laughs> Reggie was like twenty in the first one, and he's somehow like fifty-five in this Reggie's one. Reggie's <laughs> twenty in the first one. No, I don't oh, know. oh my god, my heart stopped. I would have felt so bad for that guy. He looks like shit. I'm like, oh my god, that dude had the hardest life of all time. <laughs> like, holy shit, was he tortured or something? Like, oh my god, uh, holy shit. Um, now, Joe Bob, I think, mentions that he was a Vietnam vet, but I don't know if that's true or not, or just part of the story of Phantasm. That Reggie was a Vietnam yeah. vet? Yeah. So, I don't know. So, well, I don't want to really make fun of him too bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and immediately after that, uh, Mike is in a graveyard digging up bodies that aren't there. And then, yeah. in, show, and then in walks in original Reggie, which was great to see. Um, <laughs> OG Reggie. Yeah, and, and Reggie's like, oh, you mean that story about blowing up my house because it was infested with midgets? Yeah, but we see the house blow up, don't we? Well, that's the next house that explodes. No, no, no. There's two explosions. But Reggie's talking about the, the one from the first movie. Does it when blow Reggie up in the first in movie? Out, doesn't he blow up Reggie's house in the first movie? I thought it happened. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. Hold on. I... I mean, this doesn't make any sense. And 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 yes, yes. Okay, so the movie starts um, with with the girl. Reggie hears a crash upstairs because it takes place because it's taking place where the first one left off. Oh, so Reggie hears a crash upstairs. He goes upstairs. He's attacked by one of those Jawas. Oh. Uh, then there's a shitload of Jawas. Like they yeah. all like take over the kitchen. They're all like on top of the, the stuff. And then. Uh, Reggie just runs upstairs, starts punching like the little things, the little midges in the face. Grabs Michael, jumps out the window, like like Rumpelstiltskin does. <laughs> just jump right out the window head first, and uh, as soon as he jumps out, the entire house blows up. Okay, and that was the opening scene. Okay, and then what you're talking about is what he's saying, and Reggie's yeah. like, "That never happened." I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's so weird. And then so, okay, that's fine. Um. And then Michael says he, which by the way, so Reggie's like already knows he's just making shit up. And then Michael's like, "Hey, he wants us to come to him." There's another girl, and Reggie's like, "Okay, right." And then he he drives him to the house, and you just hear "Welcome home, boy," and the house fucking blows up again. (laughs) And but Michael somehow knew this. He had a vision that the gas was on, and. He's like, oh, no, no, just stop. Gotta get him out of there. We gotta get him out of there. Um, and then somehow the house just blows up. Somehow Michael knows. So many things blow up in Phantasm 2. Dude, it's so <laughs> Cars and houses and shit. So many explosions. And then that's really what pushes Reggie to be like, let's go, Mike. We got things to do. This was almost made like an action movie. It, Reggie has yes. so many fucking dumb one-liners. This is more of an action movie than it is a horror movie. And how about Reggie's fucking hat? <laughs> that says, uh, what does the fucking hat say? Boogie Down. Yes. Is that a Boogie Down Productions hat? I highly doubt it. But I'm, <laughs> I highly doubt I'm it. I'm going to believe it is. Just Reggie's shitty 70s band, Boogie Down. <laughs> um, Boogie Down Production. Yup. Yep. <laughs> I love Boogie Down Production. Um, so Reggie and Mike got things to do. And this is all happening, again, lightning fast speed and pace in this film. So fast. It's Reggie and Mike are just immediately making these insane homemade weapons. 
One of my notes is, why are they so good at making weapons? Like, dude, so, like, it's an ice cream man and a kid that's been locked up in a psychiatric ward for seven years. <laughs> no skills. I would they never no, be able to make those weapons. No skills whatsoever. Reggie makes a four-barreled shotgun. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's just held together with tape, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. They make, Michael makes a fucking flamethrower. A flamethrower. That's my next note. <laughs> No, sir. Why are they so good at making weapons? How do you make a flamethrower? Like, this is why I think it falls into the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 category. This is so excessive <laughs> compared to Phantasm 1, which is like just a story, like all story. You're right. Kind uh, yeah, you're and right. now in the first 15 minutes, they are making weapons to kill Tallman. Like, I think I think, I think think it's almost more like Die Hard 2, where like the first one, John McClane, it's like believable he's trapped in a building, and the second one, he's being <laughs> ejected from like exploding airplanes. Right, right exactly. You're exactly right. It, it's, it's very much like that. They just took the first one and were like, let's dial it to 11 here. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry about listening to my water. Um, so, Michael and... Reggie start traveling to town to town, trying to chase the tall man. And they're basically driving through the most. Everyone knows what a ghost town is. These are like worse than ghost. towns. <laughs> like not only is it boarded up, they're all like, dark. I know they're driving through it at night, but they're all dark and everything is dead. There's, there's nothing. nothing. There's nothing there. Right. Even though later they're like, yeah, everyone just stays inside their house. And I was like, Tell me people live in these towns. Like when I tell you these houses are boarded up, they are boarded up. Yes. So weird. Um there's a line, small towns are like people. Some get old and die a natural death. Some are murdered. I guess. Uh, I did, like, <laughs> no? What? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Never heard of towns dying, but that's fine. Um they find the graveyard of the this dead small town. And Reggie is the least cool hero ever. <laughs> least cool hero ever. He's a balding idiot. And he, it's like this like montage of them getting out of the car in this graveyard. And they're like suiting up. It's all, like the Ghostbusters putting on their yes. proton packs. I, I, just like I grabbing. Thought the same shit. thing. Fucking Reggie's clipping on his. What do you call that? A bandolier? <laughs> I know what you're saying. I don't yeah, know what it's called. What Chewbacca wears. He's like clipping bullets on him. He's like fucking ready for war. Ready for also, war. he didn't believe the kid five minutes before. And an awesome close up of him putting a hat on his stupid balding head. <laughs> and the hat says boogie down on it. <laughs> so dumb. And he wears it grandpa style, like on the very top of his head. Um, it's so weird. It's so weird. They're, they, they, they're like, they're casing this place like they're military. Yes. Like they're using military tactics. They're sweeping rooms. Also, Reggie's house just got blown up. You should probably be <laughs> with like his family. Really inside. concerned. Like, cause he was like, Oh, auntie's going to make dinner. Yeah, tonight. that's right. His entire family was inside. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause Michael's saying he had to save them and get them out of the house. Yeah. Um, but they're pretty cool with this. Um, <laughs> they, they end up going into like basically a boiler room and they find a dwarf <laughs> curled up like in a corner and they run up to him. And they start talking to the dwarf because, you know, they always spoke English before and were always really good informants, <laughs> always gave you tons of information. And they run up to him. Who are you? Where can we find him? Yeah. You guys have seen these things before. I know. <laughs> and again, this is where it comes in. So has Reggie, like Reggie, Reggie is like, that dream is crazy that you had. But Reggie's also like, I believe I know the tall man. Let's get him. Yeah, I don't know. 
It's <laughs> and when I started the second one, I was like, I hope I just get maybe one question answered about the first one. You do that. You just get a pile of new ones, <laughs> like a heap of new ones. Like you're like, wait, 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 wait. Like, so if this is this, then yeah, what was that? You know, I'm actually kind of mad we're doing this episode now because I enjoyed sitting through the second one again. And I was like, you this know what? doesn't make any sense. Frankly, I still kind of enjoy it. Like, it's just fucking bizarre. Just a bizarre movie. Yeah, it is. It's just really bizarre. That's for sure. Although I just wish the the action elements were a little bit out of it. Um, See, I kind of I, I kind of enjoyed that. I guess. Oh, like like evil. Do you not like uh, when Ash starts kicking ass in uh, Army of Darkness? No, I do, but that's because that's the kind of movie it was. It was always a movie with a guy with a shotgun. Not the first one. That's true. First one's very much horror. I guess yeah. There's like oh, there's like a legitimate war in Army of Darkness. So <laughs> oh, it's like a, it's like a fucking hag that's in the <laughs> cellar. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. That's a big change. I don't know. Maybe it's the comedy element where you can kind of like let <laughs> not only is it a war. It's like Jason and the Argonaut skeletons fighting. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's like legitimate armies. Like it's insane. <laughs> oh man, whatever. <laughs> we're just killing each other here. Like we're just like pointing out how much. We're both so stupid and <laughs> hypocritical about movies. No, it's fine because that's what this movie is. That's what this movie is, right? It's, it's what it shows you. Um, but I do enjoy this movie, I think. No, I definitely as dumb do. as it is. And it just sucks to break it apart because you're like, wait, why, why do I enjoy this? Uh, the, uh, that, that troll ends up being this girl, Liz. And um, <laughs> Just think about that statement. <laughs> troll ends up being this girl, Liz. <laughs> That he's been talking to. No, I know that. Yeah. It's so stupid. Oh, yeah, it's insane. It's <laughs> insanity. And then, it, wait, it gets worse because an alien comes out of her back. <laughs> oh, I know. And then they light her on fire. And then he's like, this isn't the first time he's left his mark. Yeah. What? And he loves leaving cold. <laughs> and they light her on fire. And yes. then they light her on fire. And then Reggie's like, yeah, back up. And Michael doesn't back up. And he lights her on fire. <laughs> um, but then Liz is still alive. <laughs> You know, I'm going to make a horror movie because all you really need to do is just not follow any rule. You you just go so off the wall Dude. that there's nothing you can... People love Jacob's Ladder you off the wall. Too many questions. Yep. If you leave just a couple... If you try to do it too seriously, people will tear it apart. They'll have so many questions. Just make the whole thing a fucking question. <laughs> Just kill somebody and bring them back in the next scene. You're like, right. Wait, what? Because what? then people will be too exhausted to, of all their questions to ask any questions. And that's kind of how my notes were. At first, I was like taking down notes. And I was like, oh, I can't write all yeah, of this down. It's yeah. insanity. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so we, we know Liz is alive because we cut to her. Who There's so much mausoleum wandering in Phantasm movies. <laughs> <laughs> Never spent that much time in a cemetery. Dude. People go to funerals and just wander around funeral homes in this movie. Also, oh shit. So Reggie's family dies because it cuts to that funeral and there's nobody there except for Reggie and Michael. <laughs> and he's just like, yep, time to kick ass. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. And basically the same thing with Liz's grandpa's and funeral. At every funeral, there's only one. <gasps> wait, are we at Liz's grandpa's funeral? Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to talk about this priest. Oh, this like, fucking priest. Well, this priest is the worst priest of all time. <laughs> Shittiest priest ever. Um. Yeah, there's so many bad quotes. The, the priest does a sermon, 
Well, first Liz, I mean, Liz encounters tall man and freaks out. And I mean, she should, cause she's seen him, but she's kind of acting like she doesn't know who he is. Um, and the priest does his uh, funeral gig and then stabs grandma. It's grandpa. Grandpa. Yes. Right in front of grandma. Right in front of grandma. She faints. I, la- I laughed out loud at that So did I. Uh, it was so ridiculous. But like he's talking, I guess, to the tall man. He's like, I have to end the cycle. I'm like, what? Is that, is that who he's talking to? Well, who else would he be talking to? I don't know. Well, how because, about- oh, yeah, yeah. It has to be because tall man shows up at his house. And dead grandpa. And dead grandpa. <laughs> dead. The door is knocking at his hand. The door is knocking at the priest's house, and he opens. Or well, he first he goes, "Damn wind!" No, it's fucking someone knocking. You're an yeah, idiot. Totally. <laughs> yeah, damn wind. He he opens up the slot, and dead grandpa's there, and it immediately hard cuts. So you're like, "Okay, priest is dead. He's not. <laughs> He's back. He he survives like all this somehow. <laughs> I don't understand it." Um, and then uh, I, I do have to say that when. Dead Grandpa's faces in the door. It was actually a pretty sweet scene. Great scene. Liked I also lot. love the next scene where Grandma wakes up in the middle of the night. <laughs> Grandpa kind of checks around, lays back down, and Grandpa's laying in bed next yeah, to her. Good scene. And she screams, and I guess we can assume she dies. Yes. There's a lot of assumed deaths in this. Yes. Um, but the priest is still alive. But the tall man takes care of him by hanging him with a rosary. Yes. So. And, and his it. ear gets chopped off by the uh, sphere. Yeah. And he tells Liz, though, tall man telepathically talks to Liz <laughs> and says, I've got them both in the graveyard. Tall man is really taking liberties with the ESP tonight. He sure is. <laughs> Something we've never really seen before. And he's got a great line, though. You think when you die, you go to heaven. You come to us. Yeah. It's such a great, a great line. line. Um, and the silver balls are back. Yes. As um, because uh, Liz has to go back to the funeral home. So, I, I Liz has been wandering around this mausoleum for like days <laughs> in this movie. She's just, every time we cut to Liz, she's just in the mausoleum wandering around, no idea what she's doing. Um, tall man, uh, or for oh. some for some reason Reggie has picked up a hitchhiker. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Reggie picks up a hitchhiker. Why? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I really... Uh, and, and they go to a house with the hitchhiker. And they rig the house with grenades. Yes. Because that's smart. And it's like it's like rigging the windows like, okay, now we can sleep. <laughs> I'm even sorry. Even though when someone comes in, the house will blow up with them inside of it. Like, what do they think grenades do? Just like... <laughs> blow up just that person like they're targeted like the house is going to explode and be on fire <laughs> especially we put that many together it was insane and he's like using coke cans to hang them up it was the weirdest and then then he <laughs> reggie has sex with this hitchhiker dude she's that was <laughs> the greatest sex scene of all time she, she's riding him so hard but her, but her underwear is still on and his pants are on so i don't know what she's doing <laughs> and, and reggie's like oh, oh. she's so into it just right. like right Reggie's like doing like cartoon sex and she's doing like cowgirl like woo and like doing like the lasso motion. She's like very much topless and, and you're like, wait, they're not even having sex. Just so sitting weird. on him. And Reggie's essentially doing like the eye rolling, like <laughs> head rocking, like old man like reaction to sex, like he's never had sex before. <laughs> and, and I 
how have I not? Oh, I skipped over a huge portion of my notes. I was like, what, what happened? Um, when Reggie picks up the hitchhiker, Mike's like, we got to talk. Uh, I got to take a pee. <laughs> so they pull over and take, dude, these two take a piss so close <laughs> to each other. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing and while they're taking a piss Reggie's talking about basically having his needs met on the road he's like Michael you know you got needs it's like dude, Michael's not 13 like Reggie's talking to him like he's never like had an orgasm in his life <laughs> like like Reggie he's 19 you know he's like listen Reggie you know when you become a man you need to fuck on the road like what the fuck <laughs> oh, they are staying so close to each Dude, other. Too. They are on. They are like they're not shoulder to shoulder. Their shoulders like overlap <laughs> each other. <laughs> they're just pissing all over each other, basically. What's that movie where somebody's pissing in the woods? And Jamie Kennedy <laughs> comes. Oh, Terrell the Kuma. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. One of them. They pull over on the side of the road. And one of them's pissing in the bush, and Jamie Kennedy shows up, pisses like on top of him. He's like right next to him. <laughs> the uh, we I've never seen that. <laughs> Is it the first Harold and Kumar? One of them. Um, Mike also says that, you know, he's been dreaming about, he's had dreams about this hitchhiker and in the dream, she's been dead. So go figure it out. She'll be dead later. (laughs) Like why even say that? Yeah. Just say I've been, I've had weird dreams about her. Right. Cause literally that's a spoiler for it is the end of the movie. (laughs) Um, yeah. So super, 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 super weird. Um, Liz realizes her grandma's gone and here's tall man says, if you want her come tonight, I've got them both. So Liz goes to the graveyard, Mike and Reg rig the house with explosives and um, yeah. And uh, Liz goes off to the graveyard and will soon be joined by Mike and Reggie. Um, Oh yeah. And that's even better. So (laughs) tall man, again, the priest somehow avoids death. I thought, Tall man killed him with the rosary. He's no. still alive because yeah. he finds Liz later. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> he, survived he totally killed there. him with that rosary. Yeah. He hung him. Yeah. Just like a dead man showing up. He's like, in the graveyard. Yeah. Okay. Like, all right, let's talk about the scene. Let's just go back. The scene with the dead grandpa showing up at the priest's door. What happened? Was the priest just like, eh, and closed the thing and just went to sleep? Yeah, I, I don't know. And gra- the dead grandpa was like, all right. Dead grandpa. He doesn't want, want to talk right now. He wanted to get laid. That's true. Went back to bed. Wanted to go aardvark. <laughs> Old, elderly aardvarking. What was that quote? She sneezed in my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that doesn't even make sense. I don't understand that. Um, <laughs> uh, so Liz is in the mausoleum. The priest finds her. Um, they've been like walking around there for days. Silver balls appear. Um, the priest is like, hey, what's that noise? And just steps out into the middle of a corridor. Dude, you've been chased. You've been experienced the living dead, the tall man. And you're like, hey, what's that noise? I'm going to go f- investigate. <laughs> and it's the silver ball, which cuts off his ear first. Yes. Oh, because now we're getting multiple silver balls, which is fantastic. It, it is pretty awesome. It's pretty great. One of them slices off his ear and uh, he turns around and gets one to the head. Yeah. And again, blood everywhere. Love, I love the effect. Same. I love it too. Um, tall man finds Liz and chucks her like a piece of meat. <laughs> they toss people in this movie like they're ragdolls. It's awesome. But again, why wasn't he just kill Liz? Why wasn't he what? Just why kill? He just kill Liz? I don't know. Why does he even care about these people? I also don't know. 
<laughs> they say it's because they have ESP later, but I. Yeah, but you don't. <laughs> you know, it's just like give it up. Like even in the first one, I guess maybe because Michael saw. But like, who's gonna believe? Like, why wouldn't Tall Man just be like, okay, tell people? <laughs> yeah, who's gonna believe you? Tell people that there's an alien. Sure. Um, and then a dwarf approaches Liz, and it's Grandma. Yeah, she, she's she, one of his minions now. Yeah, and she smashes a vase over Grandma's head and goes, sorry, Grandma, and runs away. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Liz falls as she's running away. She's running through the graveyard. She falls into a grave. There's a man in a gas mask who ends up being Michael, and they just make out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ah, uh, boy. And then, oh, and then they all go, okay, so another great scene. They all end up going back to the house that's rigged with explosives. And they're basically like just, they've got a fire going, probably not recommended around grenades. Um, Sure, (laughs) high heat does not bode well for explosives. Um, And they're just like shooting the shit. They're like, oh, man, tell us about what happened with you. It's like, oh, well, everyone everyone I know and love is dead. (laughs) I've been walking around a mausoleum for six weeks. And the priest just got his head sliced. Um, and she does say something very stupid, by the way. She goes, well, the priest saved my life. And then a few minutes later, I saw him get sliced and diced by some piece of Cuisinart. Cuisinart? You, would you really make that? You'd be like, I'd be like, there's this fucking metal sphere. <laughs> it fucking spikes. It drills a hole in your brain and just spews the blood everywhere. <laughs> well, some piece of Cuisinart. What the fuck's a Cuisinart? It's like a it's like, it's like a, a brand, right? Yeah, it's a brand of like kitchen. Yeah, that's what I thought. Blenders and stuff. Stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. And and Mike is so excited. He's like, "Oh, you've seen the spheres too?" <laughs> asshole. Like I'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like I've been chased by those fucking you're going to sit here and call them Cuisinart. <laughs> those things try to kill us. By the way, so to stay the fuck away from them. They're not Cuisinart. Idiot. <laughs> asshole. I'd be so turned off by this girl. <laughs> And then there's a great scene where Mike and her are, like, talking via ESP. And they're like, oh, you're my brain. <laughs> and then they're like, this is just a dream. There's so many just a dreams. <laughs> oh, my God. Reg in the weird sex scene. Do you want to just cut to, like, the main part where they're back in the mausoleum I for mean, some reason? Yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how does that happen? I, um I- <laughs> they just so there's an explosion. Of the explosion course, my note is there's so many explosions. There's in this movie. so many explosions. Um, and uh, yeah, what happens? Oh, there's a car chase. What is happening? Um, so the grenade goes off. Not and so, oh, a giant explosion happens, and someone's like, "The grenade went off." No, no shit, and it didn't do anything. It just like blew out the window. Um, and the tall man's there. He grabs Liz. Which was insanely easy. He just like reaches into the house and grabs her. And uh, Mike says, I'll get the gear. Everyone is very calm in this movie. For people not believing or whatever, like they're, they're, they they move quickly, but they're all kind of like, okay, let's, this is it. We just got to go. Yeah. Like they're military people. Um, another crazy car scene, just like the first one, car chase. They're just smashing each other up. Um, Reg has seen enough and come on, let's go kick some ass. So dumb. And then we are back in the mausoleum. Yes. This mausoleum seems pretty sweet, though, because a lot happens. A lot of of fucking people get... There's been some, like, pallbearers that we've seen, and they kind of reappear. They were earlier in the movie at Grandpa's funeral. Yes. And uh, they turn out to be 
henchmen, henchmen of the yeah. tall man, which whatever. Um, and they are about to roast Liz in a, in a cremation. Yes. And she, she hits him with a paddle. <laughs> it's like a stick that you, I guess, poke the bodies and you push the it fire in. With. Yeah. And she whacks him with him and sends him down the crematorium. I love this scene. I love this awesome. kill. Cause you see his hand pop back. Up. Oh yeah, yeah. Burned skeleton hand presses up against the window. Yes. Um, Mike and Liz get back together. They're dodging spheres. Spheres everywhere. Uh, one of the minions is chasing him, and the sphere goes into his hand. So yes. his hand's st- he's stuck to the wall. He's the stuck door. to the wall, and he cuts off his own hand. With a hatchet. Which is awesome. Yes. Until he's just, like, walking around fine with no hand and no blood. Well, because he's one of those beings. Oh, that's right. So. Oh, okay. Oh, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. That makes perfect sense. Um, but then the ball, the sphere ends up like <laughs> entering him somehow so, through some orifice. It comes up through his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what orifice does it? Enter? Uh, it must have been his asshole. It's somewhere, somewhere low, and it comes ends up yeah, coming it up. It comes out his back. Oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I didn't really think about that. No, it yeah. probably just entered. Through and it goes. You see it. It's like enter. I think it might have just went through his back. Something, yeah. It's, and it's like in his guts, and then it comes up through his throat, and you yeah. see it, and it's just in his mouth. Another great kill. Like yeah. this, this whole sequence right here is like, I loved it. Yeah, it was uh, fucking awesome. The sphere somehow gets them access. <laughs> it's actually a key. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like a key. what do you call this? Fi- fab and like you, Bob's. The, what what controls the spheres? Because they just. I thought Tall Man controlled them. But then it's like killing his own Because guys. sometimes you see like their point of view. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but they're just killing his own guys. Yeah, it's really weird. But they take this they take the sphere and it's a key. And they end up going it's like Dune, the movie Dune. Yeah. And it's like you know, the Beetlejuice land where yep. uh, the, the worms are. hundred percent. Which yeah. is I guess is like Dune anyways. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they see it. They see the portal to the other dimension. And it might be the exact same scene from the first one. And, and it's just, there's nothing that much different except it's real shitty colored and yeah. uh, there's people in barrels yeah. everywhere. Uh, and also there's a chainsaw. <laughs> Is Reggie stuck there for some reason? Reggie? <laughs> well, first Reggie gets into a chainsaw fight. Again, like Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre 2. There's a chainsaw fight. Reggie has a chainsaw and one of the... I like this analogy more and more. And he chops off his nuts <laughs> and kills him and screams, come on, you mother. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Fucking Reggie. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. They open the mysterious door. They see the stupid land. Reggie, first Michael's getting sucked in, then Reggie's getting sucked in. <laughs> Everyone's pulling each other out of this fucking vortex <laughs> while a little creepy mutant man comes out of a barrel and is just like, that, that mutant couldn't do anything. If that mutant grabbed you, what is it going to do? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Um, and tall man standing there, but Liz to the rescue. She says, suck on this and, uh, throws a sphere at the tall man, which fails. But yes, but we get for the first time in two movies (laughs) and let's see, the first one would have had to be 120 minutes at least. So let's say that, yeah, or an hour and 20 minutes. Um, this one's definitely an hour 30. So we're looking at three hours. For the first time, we get a hint that the tall man is an alien. <laughs> because a little... Because the fucking, fucking comes. arm comes out of his head. Yes. Uh, and even still, I'm more thinking he's just 
the devil and just has weird shit. Like, whatever. He's got all sorts of powers. He has yellow blood. Um, yep. He also crushes that sphere with, with his bare hand. Like it, like it's an empty soda bottle. Yeah, that, that was cool, actually. Um, so this little alien hand comes out. Mike rips it out <laughs> of his head. And Liz stabs him with a needle. And we get a classic scene of the fucking pus. Yep. And what color is that stuff? Yellow? Yellow, yeah. I'm colorblind. Um, <laughs> yellow slime popping out of his skin. It's fucking incredible. And the reason that happened is because earlier in the, the movie... For some reason, Reggie puts hydrochloric acid in a bottle. And it's like, that'll show him. Yeah. Okay. I don't. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Reg. And this is why. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Reggie. Uh, and the slime is oozing out of the tall man's face. And we assume he's dead. And they burn the place down. And they are like, I mean, if that happened to you, everyone would be, that car ride would be dead silence. And you would just be like, we need to figure out what to do with our lives. Everyone we know is dead. We have no home. We have nothing. Yeah. But instead, they're all in the car like, woo celebrating. We fucking did it. And, like, Reggie's, and Reggie's like professing his love to this hitchhiker. He's dude, like, you could have ran, but you didn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck you talking dude, about? It's honestly like I, I can imagine a drunk friend of ours getting like blackout drunk and telling saying this to like a girl he met that night. <laughs> like, I barfed. I got into a fight at the bar. I barfed all over myself. I shit my pants and you could have left and you did it. You're driving me home. And the girl would be like, yeah, that's where you're going to stay and I'm leaving forever. And that's what he's doing. And he's like, man, you could have you could have left and you stuck with us. She didn't do anything. She did nothing she to help you. She stayed at home every time they did something. She was so unhelpful. And then she starts just, just pulling her hair off. <laughs> ripping off her scalp. Dude, she tears off her scalp. Um and uh, Reg is dead. We see him just like slam up against the window. They hear the scream because Michael, Michael and the girl are in the back. And uh, and it's for some reason this hearse is like a limo and has a glass partition. Yes, in case dead people wanna <laughs> they want to talk to you, they want to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they see Reg like pressed up against the window, and then they just chuck Reg out of the moving <laughs> car. And the, Reg might not have had a stuntman for this. Uh, he didn't. He only had he did every one of his own stunts except for the chainsaw because they wouldn't let him do it. <laughs> dude, That's one of the facts I was gonna read dude, you. Dude, he was like, "Don't pay a stuntman. Like, give me the stuntman salary. I'll, I'll do the stunt. I'll do the fucking stunt. I'll jump out of a moving." Car. Maybe that's why they call him the hardest working man. In yeah, maybe. <laughs> Just fucking throwing his life away for a check. Um. Yeah, and, and uh, so the girl tears out her scalp. Reg is dead. Um, these two are trapped in the back and then they, is it Michael? It says, it's only a dream. We're going to wake up yes. or no, it's the girl or Michael. One of them say it says, it's only a dream. We're going to wake up. And then tall man appears, <laughs> tall Big man stupid appears face. behind the hearse window and goes, no, it's not. <laughs> and pulls him out. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. They both movies end the same way. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> It's amazing. It's really amazing. Um, oh, man. <laughs> it's a good movie. I, I really like it's it. It's so chaotic. Um, one of the girls in the back row uh, sent me a message that made me so happy because I was just ranting about how much I hate Reggie. And she told me she saw him at a con like a few years ago. 
and he <laughs> he signs wait what did she say oh he performs with his band at the cons yeah so he performs his shitty shitty jam band music <laughs> and then he uh he he signs popsicle sticks that are shaped like the spheres no yeah. that's awesome so he works in his ice cream man gimmick with, with the spheres that's amazing it's incredible i i had so much more respect for him what hustle what keeping the kayfabe alive keeping kayfabe alive man um yeah so we guys we asked for you guys to like send us um things uh your favorite horror monster vision moments and things like that I didn't get a chance to compile a lot. Uh, you you guys that did send them, I really appreciate it. I'm sorry. It, it was just chaotic because Joe Bob's sent out, shared that post, and I could not keep track of anything. Mm. So thank you all to those who did. Uh, Damien M. on Facebook, uh, Ryan S., Casey. I know you guys all sent those, so I really appreciate it. Um, they, they were good. I did read them. I appreciate it. Actually, I do want to say Damien's just because I have thought about it basically every day since he said it, and it makes me laugh. He just posted his favorite Joe Bob line, which was, some days I wake up grumpy. Sometimes I just let her sleep. Which, <laughs> that's I hilarious. That's, I don't that's even, a dad I joke. I don't even – I think I'm, that's probably older than Joe Bob Briggs is, that joke, but it is amazing. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. And if he wrote that, it's a crime that he's not on television. That joke is fucking incredible. <laughs> It's so offensive. If you say that to your wife, she'll be so mad. It's like not that bad, but it's just bad enough where it's like, you fucking asshole. It's just an asshole joke. It's yeah. just, an, you're just a fucking jerk. <laughs> like, really? Like, just call me straight up grumpy <laughs> in a joke that you're laughing at. Fucking <laughs> busted out at a party. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, awesome time doing the Monster Vision, but we're going to do the Monster Vision game. Uh, yes. I, I, what was I last week? I got two out of five. I think so. It's not very good. Um, so this one might be a little e- nah, it won't be. Um, it'll be hard. So guys, again, we are going to read them. I will if Joe doesn't get it, you'll just hear it straight through. But if Joe does get it early, I will I'm going to record separately me reading them uh, in its entirety so you can play at home and then I will play Joe's version so you can hear when he got them. So he can brag about how early he got it. So, <laughs> 1982. Don't guess it. Right? Evil Dead. Fucking. <laughs> 30 undead bodies. One dead bird. Flying toys. Killer tree. Pork chop maggots. Gooey face peeling. And the biggest nightmare of anybody living in California. Grody zombies in the pool. Clogging the filter. It's not Return of the Living Dead? No. Oh, I'm surprised you're not getting this. I'm going to read them again because I think you're missing this. 30 undead bodies, one dead bird, flying toys, killer tree. Poltergeist? Bingo. Fuck. <laughs> All right. I will read them more deliberately. All right. Next one. 1986. Near Dark. Dude, you're a fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I will I want you to get it once though. Uh <laughs> that's just the Hail Mary. I don't even think it came out that year. I, I don't know. Uh 14 dead bodies, including one girl who tries to 
buy off the killer with an American Express card. One dead, one dead undead body, no breasts, 14 gallons of blood, face-eating worms, corpse-staking, 10 shish-kebobbing, teen shish-kebobbing, I'm sorry, teen shish-kebobbing, two motor vehicle chases, one with crash and burn, bimbo's face shoved through a cheap prefab wall, knife through the head, paint the room red, bimbo jerking, head ripping, police officer head compacting, <laughs> dart through the forehead, wow. sheriff crushing, head rolls, stomach rolls, arm rolls, leg rolls, gratuitous boy scout lesson, <laughs> gratuitous what? june bug squishing, lightning foo, whiskey bottle foo, Evan Rude foo. What? Evan Woo? Evan Rude foo. Evan Rude? <laughs> what the fuck's that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say did you say 1986? Yeah. Night of the Creeps? No. Uh, it is the Worms uh, House? No. I don't know. Friday the 13th Part 6. <laughs> Apparently a girl tries to buy off Jason. Freddy's dead? Mer- Friday the 13th. Oh, Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, apparently one of the girls tries to buy off Jason with an American Express card. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember either. Um, was that the one we reviewed? No. No, no. no, no that no. was eight. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. That, that would have been so bad. <laughs> uh, all right. 1995. This one's not... It's a horror, but not... I don't know. It's horror, but it's not. It's, a, it's more of a thriller, I guess you could say here. The Craft. <laughs> Uh, two dead bodies, no breasts. Thank God. No, I don't mean that. St- <laughs> stare tumbling, back whacking, ear whacking, Christmas ornament slashing, servant biting, delinquent hoopla with shotguns, parental stimulation, drunk and disorderly. The real cue here is no breasts. Thank God. <laughs> No breast, thank God. Yes, 1995. That's the clue? Mm-hmm. Because it was gross woman? Yes. It's somebody you want to watch. Is see. it... What year did Hocus Pocus come out? No, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> somebody you don't want to see? Who do I not want to see naked? Is Whoopi Goldberg in the movie? You don't... Here's who you don't want to see naked. Kathy Bates as Dolores Claiborne. Oh. <laughs> Dolores Claiborne. But I have seen her naked in a movie. What movie? That one with Jack Nicholson, right? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> so offensive. <laughs> but, I mean, come on, for Kathy Bates. She's the bearded woman for me after that freak show. Uh, I will read these for the, the fans playing at home. 1963. Three dead bodies. Two dead birds. Multiple seagull dive bomb attacks, sparrow chimney invasion, playground crow attack, bird migration, bird flocking, exploding gas station, two car crashes, kamikaze seagulls, four star, a classic. Check it out. Yes, Joe got that. That was the birds. And you'll hear that now. All right. I'm doing terrible. Two more. Yeah. 1963. You will get this 100%. The innocence. (laughs) <laughs> three dead bodies 
two dead birds. The birds. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> um, so for the fans at home, here we go. 1985, 19 dead bodies plus fragments, 10 breasts, shame on you TNT sensors, two zombie breasts, 125 zombies, mummy dogs, one half zombie dog, 10 gallons of blood, brain eating, gratuitous embalming, naked punk rock, naked, naked punk rocker fondue, Gratuitous midget zombie, torso SNM, one motor vehicle chase totaled by zombies, heads roll, brains roll, arms roll, hands roll. And that was Return of the Living Dead, which Joe got on a Hail Mary. <laughs> um, all right, next one, 1985. You will, you should get this. Okay. Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Really? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> I'm only telling you this because you deserve one Hail Mary, right? You've tried it on every movie for the entire game. Congratulations. The very last one, Joe gets it right. Congratulations, Joe. So that's a, that comes to a close, man. Any last things we want to say about Joe Bob or Monster Vision? It's fun. Hopefully we uh, we get to talk to him in a few weeks. I would love to talk to him. I really would. I would love if he'd be like, oh, yeah, I am aware of you. That would be amazing. I'd shit my pants legitimately, and then he'd ask <laughs> us to leave. That would have ruined everything. But, uh, man, great memories of Monster Vision. What a great show. Um, really, it was uh, it was awesome. And really, the reason I do that, like, it, it is the reason that I did this like it, for sure a hundred percent again we we've talked about it before we literally sat here and I was like Joe let's just steal everything from monster vision because why not <laughs> right and and honestly the thought was like Joe Bob will never know <laughs> he won't listen to us it'll be fine <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the exact conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was really into stealing everything I'm glad we didn't um so we can't do it as good as him. He's so fucking funny. No, of course not. And so smart. Yes. And we read off of Wikipedia. <laughs> um, we find some good shit, though. Sure. We, we dig a little bit. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> when we, we feel like being prepared. So that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. Um, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to support us. Or just tell people about us. That's really great. The people that are sharing our show online... It, it's awesome yes. so thank you so much uh, it all helps whatever you do uh, if you do want to support the show monetarily uh, we have a patreon page patreon.com slash i hate horror for five dollars a month you get access to episodes early we do live streams we did one tonight uh, we do google hangouts uh, we're doing hopefully we can get it to work a live basically a live podcast where you guys are hosting with us uh, and that'll be on cold check Topic everyone loves, which is on Netflix. Um, so access early, early access, these uh, Google Hangouts and stuff. So it's it's a good time. Uh, everyone that's involved, I think, enjoys it, hopefully. So um, <laughs> we try. Uh, also, our shirts are on sale, store.ihatehorror.com. And, uh, of course, you can find us, facebook.com slash ihatehorror. I'm on Twitter at ihatehorrorshow and Instagram at ihatehorror. I'm at Joe V421 and Boognish1985. And that's a wrap. Uh, Harley, thank Harley Poe for allowing us to use that song, uh, Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday, of course. Really appreciate that. That song fucking rocks. Um, 
And yeah, and uh, check me out on The Girls in the Back Row. It might have been released last week. It might be released this week. I'm the worst. So check it out. We have links on it. It, it should be a good show. And then Joe and I, I don't think I can say what we're doing. In July, Joe and I are also doing another show with them, but with both Joe and I. Oh, okay. Both of them. Oh, yeah, hosts. I knew that. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think I want to tell the topic. I think they keep that stuff hush-hush. So uh. A plus to them for doing that. We kind of just... They are planned out for like three months. Yeah, you were telling me that. I, I was like... Good for them. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is. They have these notes typed up and they like share their notes <laughs> beforehand and they have these like... It's incredible. Me and Sean like text each other the day of. Like, what, are, what are we doing tonight? <laughs> like sometimes, yeah. There's sometimes like we'll be like, oh, or tonight when I was like, yeah, we're gonna do the Cold Check podcast, and then I got here, and I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> did you watch that? Because I forgot to just realized it now. It wasn't like I knew before. I like legitimately, it wasn't even an excuse. Like I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> I planned this whole night out. Uh, perfect. So that's it, man. All right. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Bye.